This is Southern Tier Close-Up on News Radio 1290, WNBF Binghamton, and WNBF.com. I'm Kathy White, and this is the Southern Tier Close-Up, a weekly public affairs presentation of this station. It's been a few months, but we finally have Keith Leahy back from the Mental Health Association of the Southern Tier. It seems like you were like a regular guest when all the COVID was first hitting the fan, but we've given it a rest for a little while, but unfortunately, the COVID hasn't gone away. We we did, Kathy. It's, it's great to be back and um yeah we're, we're still in the thick of it aren't we well that's the reason i wanted you to come back is i wanted to bring back up to the forefront that people realize that yeah, you know, we're hearing the thing about covid fatigue now and election fatigue and election anxiety and everything i, I mean it, it's a different degree of stress maybe i'm wrong you you tell me you're the expert but it seems to me it's a different a different variety of stress than the almost panic level of fear and anxiety that we were feeling when all this was starting in uh, March, April, and May. Yeah, you know, I would certainly say that, um, you know, many of us have, you know, settled in to, to some degree with COVID. Obviously, you know, any time that things are, you know, outside of our control and, and you know, this, this, uh, you know, uh, virus certainly being something that there doesn't necessarily, you know, seem to be, you know, any any quick resolution to it. Um, and then, you know, you kind of throw an election in there and that just, you know, can certainly compound things. So, um, you know, there could be some folks out there who just this year are just feeling very overwhelmed. So I would just yeah. say, it's, you know, really the culmination of just um, a bombardment of things that that tend to kind of put us into a stress response. I think the last time you and I talked, it was the combo of not knowing what was going on with COVID, and at that time, it wasn't so ramped up with the election as it is now, and some of the weird stuff that's going on with that. But it was the uh, the whole uh, social unrest with the uh, racist. Uh, concerns and the police brutality that was thrown in. Now that's been b- backed off a little bit, and it seems it's been replaced by some of the extremism that we're seeing associated with the election process. That's just downright scary. I mean, my God, they're trying to kidnap a governor for Pete's sake? Yeah, no, I, I, you know, there certainly are, you know, extremes, um, and and, and uh, you know, uh, there are groups that are, you know, really polarized on on one side or, or the other. Um, so, you know, we're starting to see some of that, and I think maybe, you know, it has something to do with, you know, COVID itself. You know, we, we seem to be home a little bit more, um, you know, so maybe we're catching some more of these stories and. And, you know, paying closer attention to things that otherwise we may just, you know, kind of break away from. So, you know, um, you know, there is it's a critical time for the country. And, uh, you know, we're we're really being, um, you know, kind of uh, put in these situations, you know, sort of speak to where, you know, everything seems to be negative, you know, even though there's, you know, there's still positive out there. But we know how, you know, media, you know, gets people to to put eyeballs to uh, the TV or to social media or to, you know, other media outlets. So, um, you know, we have choice in terms of, you know, kind of, you know, where we, you know, decide to put our attention and our energy and, uh, you know, um, if people are feeling overwhelmed, certainly it may be, you know, an indication that we might need to, you know, kind of reduce, uh, you know, kind of um, the volume of, 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 you know, information that we're consuming. Here's something kind of from left field. Um, 
how much could we even attribute some of the re- extreme reactions to um, the candidates and the platforms and stuff? How much of these extreme reactions can we attribute to what is going on with COVID and frustration over the disruption in our lives and the uncertainty of our finances and stuff? If there are people that maybe already needed to discuss some issues, could this, could everything that's been going on have driven them to over the edge to the point where we've got people grabbing guns and waving them at protesters? You know, um, our national organization has been doing, you know, screenings and, and, you know, many individuals, you know, many, uh, you know, professionals in the mental health field certainly have, uh, you know, been aware that, you know, there, there is an uptick of, you know, um, mental unwellness, if you will. Um, so I would say certainly it, it, it is a contributing factor. You know, there's a lot going on. Um, people have thresholds, and I think sometimes when those thresholds are exceeded, you know, people behave in, in ways that they, they that they may not otherwise, you know, behave. So, um, you know, is it the sole cause? Um, I'm not really sure, but is it a contributing factor or could it be a contributing factor? I, I, I would, you know, kind of lean towards yes. In the days leading up now, I mean, we're just days away. Some people, by the time this airs, have, will have already voted, even in our area, early voting uh, beginning on uh, what, me, October 24th and going through, uh, through Halloween. With, with this election anxiety um, and the anticipation of it might go past Election Day before we find out who has won the presidential election, how – how, what is your advice for dealing with this? Because there are a lot of people, even big public figures that you see on TV that say, you know, jokingly, but you wonder how much they're jokingly talking about self-medicating because they don't know how they're going to deal with with all that's gone on leading up to this and then the possibility of it even ending up in the Supreme Court. Right. How, how, no. how do you deal with that kind of anxiety? You know, I, I think we need to keep, um, you know, some things in the perspective. And, um, you know, I, I mean, the election is going to happen. Um, there will be a, a winner. Um, you know, certainly I, I think that, that certain things, and I don't want to certainly get into the political side of this, um, but, you know, I mean, there have been, you know, very strong communications from both candidates that, you know, this country is somehow going to, you know, fall to pieces, uh, you know, at, at post the election, you know, depending on, you know, which candidate is selected. So, um, you know, I, I'd like to keep in, in my head that that's, you know, likely not going to be the case that, you know, the country will continue. Um, you know, I do my best to just kind of take care of myself. Um, you know, I try to, you know, really um, catch, you know, whatever, you know, information from the news I can. Um, typically, you know, I'll, I'll catch, a, you know, a little bit of news in the evening and then kind of, you know, inform myself. Um, you know, I think that there, again, kind of back to the point that we were talking about, there are people who really are very, you know, extreme and they're very passionate about the election. And, and, and certainly I think that's a, that's a good thing because, you know, we certainly, uh, you know, as a country, you know, um, you know, we, we, we are that, you know, we, 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 you know, really feel strongly about, you know, um, you know different political views. Um, you know, I have some family members who, um, tend to, you know, really have a strong political view, um, you know, on, on one side or the other. And, uh, you know, I have kind of made a conscious choice to, 
um, re- reduce my visitations with those folks until right. post-election. <laughs> you know, so maybe that's maybe, not a bad idea. Even um, though it's going to be post-election, maybe it's not a bad thing that uh, Thanksgiving dinners are being trimmed back enormously with this whole COVID it, it, thing. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And, you know, um, you know, even in COVID, you know, it's good to still take care of yourself and, and, and to kind of find ways to occupy your time. And, you know, I, I would just... You know, similar to kids and social media, you know, we that we know that too much news is not necessarily always a good thing either. Um, so, you know, taking a break, you know, even getting out, we have beautiful parks here and, and ways to kind of just, you know, redirect our attention and, and, and uh, you know, kind of absorb other things that are going on outside of the election. So, um, you know, there's tools, there's tips, you know, there's certainly, um, you know, some support lines that have been set up you know, that are more COVID-specific, um, not that that has to do with the election. However, you know, um, this is a very overwhelming time, you know, yeah. and I, I think, you know, many people are feeling it. Um, you know, certainly, you know, even myself, I'm a, I'm a parent. I have a kid who goes to school, and I, and I, and I get, you know, all the stresses that can come from just being, um, you know, in this time and, and just, you know, being bombarded with, you know, various types of stresses. And so, yeah, one day your kid's going to school and the next day they're shut exactly. out for two weeks or so. <laughs> right. So with that's another thing, too. Now, Keith, with this um, things seem to be swinging the pendulum back in the other direction, unfortunately, again, with the pandemic. Um that's got to make people that thought, okay, we're past this and kind of breathing a little bit of a sigh of relief when we saw the numbers going the way we wanted them to go. When things start to swing back the other way, what is your advice on taking a step back and saying, okay, we dealt with this before, we are going to deal with this again, and we're going to be okay? Is is that pretty much the way you've got to look at it? You know, um, this will this will come to an end. You know, this will come to an end at some point. Um, you know, this is certainly unprecedented for, for most people, um, and, and unless you're, you know, unless you're up there in age. You know, this is uh, something that's very new. Um, it, it, it has disrupted, you know, just about everyone's life. So, you know, in, in certain ways, you know, that we, we have that common ground as people. And I think the best way that we're going to get through this is that we are supportive of each other. And, you know, we really, you know, kind of keep in contact with folks who are struggling and encourage them to, you know, talk to, you know, if it gets to the point where they, you know, really feel that they, you know, could benefit from some type of professional help, you know, to certainly reach out and to do that. So There's absolutely there nothing that wrong with do, that. You know, we do have things within our control. Um, and it's just being a good neighbor. It's, it's being a good family member, a good friend, and just really trying to, you know, stay connected to the people who might be, you know, in, in that type of situation. Actually reaching out and saying, I'd like to talk to somebody is a way of saying, I, I do still have control. and Not everything is out of my control. Exactly. That's a, that's a wonderful point, Kathy. The thing is that we are getting, it was bad enough with Easter, it was bad enough 4th of July, it was bad enough with all the landmark dates on the calendar. Now we're coming up on the big, big holidays that's got to be throwing even a more fuel on the fire with ramping up the amount of anxiety. If there wasn't enough anxiety with cooking Thanksgiving dinner, now having to tell your call your you know sister, cousin, aunt, mother, and say we're not doing Thanksgiving this year, just to be you know safe for everybody to be around for next year. I mean, right. I mean, is how do you step back and? 
and not feel like everything has been taken away from you. I mean, that's the worst thing that can happen to a kid if they've been naughty is you tell them Santa's not going to come. Well, we're all being told Santa might not come. How, right, how do right. we deal with all these things being taken away from us? You know, I, I think one thing we can do is we can maneuver and, and, and we can plan. We can come up with a game plan, you know, uh, what might Thanksgiving look like if, you know, uh, if things continue to kind of be at the situation where getting together in, in larger groups isn't, isn't a good thing. Um, I, I'd say that, you know, in some ways technology is our friend today, you know. So, um, you know, I, I've been doing a lot virtually, you know, meetings and, and uh, you know, other types of, uh, you know, Things. So, um, you know, we can utilize certain things like that to maybe not make them, you know, identical to, you know, you know, the way that things would have been in the past. Um, and not that there's a substitution, but, you know, maybe there's a, you know, there's an opportunity for people to, you know, do a virtual Thanksgiving and just kind of connect with each other and to express, you know, gratitude and thanks for, you know, the yeah, things that's that they the thing. do have. It's, it's Thanksgiving. What have we got to be thankful for, Keith? You know, <laughs> that's what people are going to be saying. What Thanksgiving, you know? Well, you know, I, I think if we take a moment, you know, um, I, I know that there's a lot of people that are struggling out there and, uh, and I, by no means I want to minimize, you know, those feelings, um, but I think, you know, anybody can step back and they can find, you know, something that they can, you know, express gratitude for, you know, whether it's a, a good friend or, you know, um, the ability to, you know, put food on the table or, or you know, um, the opportunity to get out and, 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 and go for a walk. So, you know, um, you know, I think if, you know, it, 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 it's sometimes difficult to find those things, but I think if, if people really you know, step back and, and look at it, you know, obviously no one wants to be here. Um, I'm, I'm, you know, personally tired of wearing a mask. Um, right. I have mask exhaustion, and, and sometimes I have anxiety um, when I go to places like the store because I, I, I don't, I can't remember if I brought my mask or not. So, I'm just afraid to go yeah. out and afraid of who's walking around next to me, you know? <laughs> you know, so, um, you know, I, I think that there is still, you know, the ability to, to really, you know, um, show gratitude, even though we're struggling. And, and sometimes, you know, um, as they say, and I, again, I don't want to minimize uh, the, the situations that are that are happening, um, but, you know, sometimes it's experiences like this that, you know, kind of, you know, turn into, you know, positive lessons later. Um, and, you know, maybe we learn and we all become better people as a result of some of what we're going through. We are out of time, but I want to get some phone numbers and some contacts for people to get help if they need to talk to somebody. Absolutely. Um, so for COVID, um, I just want to um, point out that there is a, a, a support line that New York State has put together. It's the COVID-19 Emotional Support Helpline, and that number is one 863 nine three one four and that is a confidential line um that provides you know crisis counselors that will be able to kind of listen to you know um the experiences people are, are going through and the difficulties that they might be you know facing during covid so i would encourage anyone that kind of you know could benefit from support maybe people who are out there and they're isolated you know that would be a really good resource to reach out to and obviously our organization, the Mental Health Association of the Southern Tier, always has our door open for the community, and that number is 607 771 
All right. Well, thank you very much for being my guest. And stay healthy, stay well. And we're all in this together. I hate to keep saying that, but we are. It's so true, Kathy. And it was a pleasure. And uh, I I, I hope to talk with you again soon. Under better circumstances. Under better circumstances (laughs) would be nice. This has been the Southern Tier Close-Up, a weekly public affairs presentation of this station. This program was recorded for broadcast at this time. I'm Kathy White for the Southern Tier Close-Up. Here's your WNBF Twin Tier.